Greetings, Barbell Buddies. Welcome to another episode of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, where we dish out everything the fitness world doesn't want to hear, but probably should. I'm your host, Tracy, together with your permanent guest, David. We are a couple lifting out of Washington, D.C. In this episode, we are serving up on two big heaping plates our experience with the classic strength exercise, the low bar squat. Hi. Hi. Okay, so last episode, which you should definitely listen to because we were salty and it's really funny when we're salty. But last episode, we I promised our listeners that I would explain to people why I love liquid chalk. Even though you don't need liquid chalk for a squat. Oh yeah, this is awkward. Anyways, it tastes... Uh, not tastes... Oh, tastes, oh God. No, God, no, please, you messed it up. It doesn't taste like anything. I don't... Okay. It smells really nice and it makes you look really hardcore in the gym and it, and, and it does actually protect your hands. I can't believe I said it. This is going really well. Yeah. Okay. So here's the reason why this episode should be interesting to you. Um, <laughs> I wrote the notes say, if you don't have a community of squatters with you. Yeah. We realized that was kind of like... <laughs> yeah, okay. So if you don't have a community of spotters with you, then you can use this episode as a small sample size of what you are or should be experiencing. Um, it's going to be fairly conversational. We like to be relatable and we don't pass us off, pass each other off as fitness experts. Although I would like to be a fitness influencer. How about guru? Ooh, <laughs> yeah. We'll pass it. Okay, what are the gurus? <laughs> so what we're going to do is... Um, First, we're going to define what a low bar squat is. And then second, we're going to say why we should or do love it, why we hate it and why it's important. And then finally, we're going to just do a rapid fire of mistakes that we've seen or made and um, I guess why it matters. So, David, as the guru, number (laughs) one, please elucidate what is a low bar squat. It's... uh... It's obviously easier seen than described, but I'll give it a go. Um, so for the low bar squat, it's going to be on your back. The bar is going to be across your back. And generally, you want it as low on the scapula as you can get it. I'm pretty sure both of us, <laughs> it creeps up based on where our uh, our uh, bar scars are on our shoulder blades. Um, it's a little higher than it ideally should be, but... That's where you you want to get it. I guess there's different kinds of there's a high bar squat. That's why this is called a low bar squat. But um, you're gonna have the uh, the most uh, balance. Like if you think of anything that uh, that is trying to move, if it's too top heavy, it's gonna be harder to like keep that in balance. So the more you get it low on your shoulder blades, the easier it's gonna be for you. Yeah, and I've seen people as well. Our permanent squatters. Yeah, permanent squatters. <laughs> I, I've seen people almost put the bar, like it seems like it's on their neck. And I was like, that can't be good for you. So yeah, like if you're doing, if you're trying to do a low bar squat, like really try to get underneath the bar, you might have to do stretches outside of the gym in order to get, to. yeah, in order to get that like flexibility. And it's going to be painful um, for a few times, but like, yeah, try to not put it on your neck. Yes. And also um, another reason to get this, the flexibility under control is when you start adding more and more weight, if you don't have it as low as you need to, your wrists are going to start bending and you're going to be like trying to brace the bar on your back that way. Um, 
and that's really not good for your wrists or your your squat form. Mm-hmm. So a low bar squat is different from a front squat. For the low bar squat, you're mostly sitting back on your hips and you're driving through with your hips. So you should actually be using your glute muscles um, most of the time to push yourself up. With a front bar squat, that's kind of how what you think of as like the traditional squats that you see most people do without a barbell. And that's going to be working your quads more. So if you feel like you're pushing up with your quads, you're probably not utilizing what the low bar squat can help you with, which is like basically your your seating, your sit muscles, your 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 squat butt, your peachy muscles. I don't know how to say this in different ways. Um, and then also it's not, it's like different from um, if you see a rack where the bar is essentially connected to the machine, I, th- I like believe cables. With yeah. cables, you have cables. Yeah. Oh my god! Realize. Oh wait, that's how it's held. Th- yeah, okay. it's not. It's not uh, tensioned. I don't believe. Okay. Like it's not assisting you, but it it basically like the bar just stays in a in a slot. So you're only going to go up and down. Which ideally, your your squat, the bar only stays in one plane, anyways. But you're you're not going to be. Uh, with the Smith machine, you're not going to be like forced to keep that bar balanced. Yeah. So you're you're losing like about fifty percent of what the uh, the squat helps you with in terms of uh, trying to gain stability. Mm-hmm. Okay. So moving on to the first part of why the squat is. I guess, good for us or why we find it enjoyable. Um, Just frankly, like it's given me a lot of positive changes in my body, especially in my legs, because I do jujitsu and I have to generate a lot of power often um, in order to move like an opponent who's my size or larger, like having bigger legs is a really great way to generate more power. And if you see those like boxes that always say like heavy lift with your legs, like, yes, that is a deadlift, but the squat helps with that kind of movement um, as well. And and I also think that connected to that, to that is it works like your stabilizing muscles. So you don't feel, basically, basically you don't feel like you, you have to use two toothpicks in order to, to move around. I mean, also for us, like we do do the, the low bar squat at the beginning of um, every lift. So, you know, we lift three times a week and the squat is always going to be there um so in a way kind of like it leads off our program it helps us like focus and clear our mind because you really can't be distracted when you're doing the squat it is you know the the weight's on top of you essentially so um, you better be paying attention to what you're doing i think that's a really good point is that it is a constant so it kind of does get you into that mindset it's almost like you have a ritual when it comes to lifting weights so you're not always just going in there and like winging it which is another chicken joke (laughs) sure i did it (laughs) um yeah it's also uh, a very much a full body exercise if you've uh if you go in just thinking it's a leg exercise you're kidding yourself like you you definitely don't want to have done like a lot of sit-ups or a lot of uh even a lot of arm workout the day before because you will feel it everywhere. 
because again, the weight's on top. Your whole body needs to be focused on lifting the, the weight. Mm-hmm. I would say over time, I've learned to not be so scared of that concept, but like just moving on to why we don't like it. Um, it is, it's just heavy. Like it's, it's just heavy. If, if you're squatting as a beginner, it might not feel that challenging. You'd be like, this is easy. You're just like bouncing up and down like you're sitting on a yoga ball or something, which is a whole other episode for later because I feel like people do do that. But <laughs> it is, it's really heavy and it makes it scary because you're not really sure. Like sometimes you're not really sure when you rack it off if you can like actually go to full depth. And then when you're at full depth, you're like, I'm not really sure I can come out of the bottom. But I feel like that's kind of the the constant challenge that makes doing this squat like exciting is when you are doing a, a weight that challenged you before but now it seems easier you know that you've experienced growth and you can actually feel it in your body yeah the way we do that is like i said we three three times a week we're lifting and doing the squat every time but you're not like trying to pr every time um so like you know once a week we're gonna try to go heavy and um and creep up our pr if you want to go with that um and you know whether that's heavy singles or just a three by three on a heavier weight it varies um and then you know have a light day in between as like the one following their heavy day and then a medium day in between those so you know there is some variability to how how we approach the squat every time but it is always there uh you didn't talk about how your shoulders are going to rip out of your body oh, that, yeah um it's better now uh, <laughs> but <laughs> but um you know before i had worked on the the flexibility a lot outside of the lifting um yeah trying to get the bar in that low position uh with my wrist straight <laughs> it was a lot of uh a lot of forces working against me it's like i'm trying to bend the thing over my back trying to get my arms uh in that position so um definitely stretch yeah i felt it you know like in the front of my shoulders and the elbow was a little trying to get the flexibility is key Mm -hmm. the fact that your shoulders are uh tight means that um or no the fact that you feel it in your shoulders and your arms means that it is a full body exercise like that's kind of proves the point um for that yeah even once you get the flexibility like your arms are still like bracing the bar against your body um ideally your wrists like i said are under the bar they're not bent uh, but they are holding the bar to your back and your thumbs aren't under the bar either so you know you have to have that pressure in order to make sure the bar doesn't just slide it down your back and and snap your elbows off mm-hmm So I just looked at our list and I realized we have two lists that both start with four. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, <laughs> Google Docs is tricky. Yeah. So, so are the squats. You see what I did there? Yes. Okay. So... Uh, I mean, we weren't numbering them out for people either, so um, it's really irrelevant. It's okay. It's fine. Um, it's not a YouTube video <laughs> with, like, the 10 things you need to know. <laughs> the squat list. The cool. Yeah. Okay, so why why the squat is necessary? 
you want to be able let okay let, i'm just going to say this once and i'm not going to say it again but when you sit down on the toilet you are doing a squat when you get out of a car and you sit down in a car you're doing a squat and unless you want to fall onto the toilet which is i don't advise doing that then it is a good idea to start investing in your stabilizing muscles before you actually need them and so See, you even started in the middle of the list anyways. Yeah. Matter. You Okay. So that's reason number one is you should be able to, if you want to be able to poop comfortably in old age, then you should squat. Set yourself upright. Um, and yeah, since we're doing it with a free barbell, not a Smith machine, you are working your balance and mobility um, to get the full range of motion in your squat and also making sure you're not like <laughs> letting your letting the weight uh, pull you forward, backward, side, side, whatever. You know, it all has to be centered. I've always felt like the left side of my body has been weaker than the right side of my body. And since squatting, that has basically, it's not been noticeable at all. And I think that's like a really positive development, especially in terms of like jujitsu um you generally sometimes for certain techniques like you only do one side over the other or you have like a dominant side and then a non-dominant side but just like objectively speaking i can feel that both sides of my body are equally strong and sometimes when i squat like when if i notice that um i'm starting to tilt one side to the other it's usually because like i'm not fully conscious of of how well i'm balancing myself but now i can like kind of course correct during the set as opposed to just like not even having that ability at all yeah and i think for me like a, a big reason why i need it is because i do end up you know having to lift things at work a lot so it having the strength and and uh, flexibility and mobility and all that um it really reduces the risk of injury in in situations like that and then the last thing is like, you just want to look good. Um, I recently took a picture <laughs> where I was wearing shorts for like the first time in forever. Um, I don't usually wear shorts because I'm afraid of mosquitoes, but I was wearing shorts and then I was just like, my looks look really good and it makes me really happy. And sometimes you like with those changes, it can seem really superficial to other people when you talk about like how good your body looks, but it's important because like, even if you don't share that with other people, you feel better. And that's like something that's like worth doing is it's worth going through something that's hard in order for you to feel like better about yourself um, at the end of the day. Yes. And this picture was not a gym selfie or anything. This yeah, was it's like a real life picture. Yeah. And you just noticed. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So the last thing is like, I uh, mistakes that we've seen in the squat we're just gonna like go through this list pretty quickly but um i think the most important thing is like if you're a beginner you should get a trainer to help you out or a friend who's like fairly experienced in lifting to help you just because if you're trying to make yourself stronger you don't want to accidentally make yourself weaker by doing the wrong thing so like yeah, it's also very difficult to yeah. notice these things about yourself while you're doing the technique i saw a guy today so we just lifted today i saw a guy today he was doing the low bar squat and he was looking in the mirror to the side and i was like you are not you should that's don't look to the side when you're doing this right 
I'm assuming he was trying to check his yeah, form and all that, but you really want to be looking at um, looking for. Yeah, you think about like when you're when you're driving a car, you're gonna start steering in a in the direction you're looking towards. So, um, you know, if you're looking to the side for your entire squat movement, your balance is gonna shift. Yeah, you really need to keep your your eyes forward. Um, in terms of like the other just biomechanical points, you don't want to have your knees coming in because that's going to start shifting you forward. Like your knees don't come in perfectly like in. You just don't want that, but you want to have your knees pushing out. So all of the force that's coming down is being spread out and through, like coming down through the bar, through your back, your glutes and down to the ground. And then also keeping your back tight. So you don't want to have a rounded back. Again, if you round your back, you tend to go forward and that's going to make you lean forward and not actually like do a low bar squat. It's just, you might just actually fall on your face, which like nobody wants. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the, the two things about like being just how you hold the bar is like, don't put your, don't put the bar on your neck. If you feel it on your vertebrae, like try your very best to scoot down and also try your very best to put your wrists over the bar so you're like clamping down at it as opposed to bending your wrists. Like this is goes to what we were saying at the beginning. I don't think it's going to destroy you, but um, sometimes like when people work out, they are really quick to dismiss like a very physically intense activity because they get injured or because it's uncomfortable like in weird ways. And like the more you just pay attention to setting yourself up with a good foundation, um, the better. Yeah. Um, and then I guess another big thing is not getting enough depth. Um, you really want to get the full range of motion, engage all of the muscles. Otherwise you're, you're just, I, I don't know what you're working. If you're just doing like little half reps or quarter reps or something, your like ego. That. You're, working your ego. <laughs> you're working your ego. Yeah. Cause you're, you're probably able to put more weight on if you aren't doing the full range of motion. Cause you're not putting as much strain on your muscles to, to get the weight back up. Um, but don't work your ego, work your muscles. <laughs> um, and I guess part of that, like the other side of that is see people like using a bench or a ball or something like that as like a depth gauge, which I guess is better than not doing a full rep. But I think most of the, most of the time, if you see people like using a bench they're kind of like sitting down and you're they're pausing there for a second and you're losing the the back position um if you take a whole pause there you're losing this the tension on your muscles so if you are using a bench or something it should be really just like tap touch you know not settling with the weight yeah there may be like I guess I'm not really a guru, so there may no, be... No, <laughs> if you're a guru, then you say something that is completely unjustified, but you, you pass it off as legitimate. All right, I'm... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, exercise science may say there is some benefit to that technique, doing it that way, but um, I find most people are probably doing it the first way they were taught. So hopefully they were taught good the first time and, mm-hmm. um, and aren't going to make the mistakes. I'm not saying we've never made these mistakes either, but yeah, it's the things that we've learned from. Okay, so we we we're reaching our 30 minute time limit. I'm just gonna call it right now. So I just the only thing I would say 
is um, the last thing for the spot is that it's very important to be consistent and to not like it's connected to ego lifting, right? Because ego lifting is you're lifting past your abilities and you think you can like get around the consistent hard work that it takes to like really build up strength in order to be able to squat like heavy weights or to just even improve from your baseline. And it's it's kind of to actually pretty important that you squat like every day that you're in the gym. That's kind of what I believe. And the reason being is that your body is adapting. And so if you're just letting it like not if you're just letting it sit, it's gonna your muscles are not gonna never ever know like what it is to be continually pushed and like doing the squat is a really big exercise in self-trust. Like a squat is not like a power movement. It's not like a power clean. You don't look cool doing it. And so like having the confidence to like go into the gym and just like try your best to get stronger, like that's really I think People who squat in the gym are like, I really respect them, even though they're probably making some mistakes. Uh, final thoughts for you? Yeah, um, I, I like how you said it was a kind of a trust exercise for yourself because most of the time you'll see it in some of the ego lifts with like people spotting your squat, <laughs> like they're doing like squats with the end, yeah, ends of the barbell. If you're like competing, usually they're doing do better that. squats than you are. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if you're competing, like yeah, you should have spotters. But like these are this, these are the YouTube videos. Okay, yeah, so yeah. So you know, it is like you got to trust yourself to get all the way down. I certainly use pins or whatever safety you need to so that uh, if you do have to let the bar go, it's not crushing you or like you're falling pulling your hair yeah. out or whatever. Yeah. You know, you can drop to your knees and, and the bar will, you know, not hurt anybody. But um, but if you work the weight in a in a good progression, not try to go too fast. Like you said earlier today, your baseline is harder to to work up than your one rep max. So anybody can do an ego lift once. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They can also do it their last time too. So Ooh, <laughs> I like that. Okay. Um, so let us know if you like this episode. There is an option to leave a voice message. I think if you're on the Anchor platform, but just go to anchor.fm slash WWDTM. And that's going to take you to a place where you can leave a voice message. Um, we love to hear from you and ask us anything you have about the low bar spot or why we live in such a weird house. All right. See you next time. Bye. Bye.